All right, fuck it. Let's get it. Some good ass weed. Check it out, dog. This game is a motherfucking trip, man. Word on the streets. Everybody always try to run up on me, hollering about word on the streets. This nigga said this nigga. I don't give a fuck about what that nigga says, man. That's what's wrong with you niggas. You niggas are just like bitches. Whole ass niggas. Talk too motherfucking much. Stay to your own. Get your own. You know what I'm saying? Be independent, nigga. Bitch. Bitch. Yes, sir. What's poppin' with y'all, man? Welcome to episode three. Again, until further notice, podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. OG hat. Hopefully, y'all there looking good, feeling good, man. Staying safe throughout this pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Keeping your mentals tight throughout this uh, social unrest. It's a lot of shit going on out there in the world, man. I gotta be honest with y'all. Since the last time I, y'all heard from me, gotta be honest, man. Your boy been fucked. Uh, my wisdom teeth is fucking me up, man. Um, I don't know. I'm at the mess, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks, man. Hopefully not too many weeks, but I'm trying to keep it to like one or two. But as right now, man, my mouth is fucked up. So hopefully I sound, I don't sound too, you know, saying congested and fucked up and slurred, slurring my words for y'all. Uh, I do got a new mic, you know what I mean? So hopefully I'm not too loud as well. Hopefully I sound a lot clearer for you guys as well. I was just using my uh, built-in mic on the laptop. At first, so now I got a uh, actual mic now, so shit is getting shit is getting somewhat professional around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your boy is trying, the nigga is trying. You know what I mean? So stay with me on this journey, man. We gonna get there. You know what I mean? So uh, I do want to shout out the creators, man. Uh, on a personal note, this podcast shit has been whooping my ass. I'm talking. I feel like Mike Tyson been uppercutting my ass for at least three days now. This podcast shit is hard, man. Just trying to come up with, you know what I'm saying, creative topics and, you know what I'm saying, interesting topics that you guys would be interested in. That shit is hard, you know what I'm saying? Because I have to, sometimes I, got, I be forgetting that not everybody is into all the shit that I'm into. You know what I mean? That maybe I'm, I'm get, I am getting to a point where it's like, fuck it. You're here for a reason, you know what I'm saying? It is, I am what you get. So, um, Throughout the process of me trying to come up with topics and things for you guys that uh, that'd be good for the for the podcast, but it just wasn't coming out as me. You know what I mean? It just wasn't coming out organic. Um, so I had to scrap a lot of motherfucking recorded audio that I, I was mad about that. Um, but I'm happy that I did it now because now I get to. I said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna be me. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't." I'm Hatch, nigga. You came here for a fucking reason. So uh, I want to say shout out to all the motherfucking creators, man. I finally understand how difficult it is to try to be consistent and providing good content. I know how stressful that shit can be. Um, I understand now putting the hours in, and I ain't even put that many in, to be honest with you, but just putting in the time of thinking you coming out with some dope shit, but when you play it back or when you watch it over, it's just not what you envision. So um, shout out to all the creators, man. Keep your motherfucking head up, man. Keep striving for greatness because that shit is not easy. Um, that's why goats is goats, man. Real motherfucking talk. Um, I do want to say prayers to Beirut. Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that shit right. Uh, you know me. I don't be giving a fuck. I be pronouncing shit wrong all the time. But uh, I do want to say prayers to Beirut. Uh, I just happen to be, you know, looking through my motherfucking my Twitter feed and all that shit and seeing this clip. My high ass, I'm thinking it's a fucking trailer for a new Michael Bay film. You know what I'm saying? I just knew it was some fucking God. I just knew it was a new Godzilla and King Kong. I just knew they finally gave us that shit. They been pumping that shit up for like 10 motherfucking years now. Had my ass waiting for 10 years. 
for nine. Nah, this shit was real. So that, that shit blew my heart when I when I actually noticed it was real. Um, I last time I looked, man, the death toll was like a seventy. Um, and I looked earlier, you know what I'm saying, this morning. Uh, so I want to say prayers to Beirut. Obviously, it's hundreds of people injured. Um, I, they did say they found out, you know what I'm saying, what, what caused the explosion. Um, I got a little paragraph for him to read to you. It says, uh, the ammonium nitrate arrived as cargo on a ship in Rosas in 2014. According to two letters issued by the Director General of Lebanese Customs, for reasons that are unclear, the dock workers unloaded the chemical, which can be used to make fertilizers and explosives, and put in, and they put it into storage. Now, I got to stop them right there. Why the fuck? I repeat. Why the fuck is that shit that can make fertilizers and explosives just sitting around so these motherfucking dock workers just toss this shit around like some sack of potatoes, nigga? This ain't a sack of motherfucking potatoes, nigga. This is motherfucking me fertilizer. This some shit that can make fertilizers and explosives. I, fam, I gotta be honest with y'all. I've never even seen a fucking explosion that fucking big in real life. Like that shit made explosions in movies look like bullshit. Like when y'all, when I say I thought that shit was a Michael Bay film, because that nigga always comes with some some action. His shit gonna be lit. I was like, damn, who opened the budget for this nigga during the pandemic? Because that shit looked nuts, my nigga. And every motherfucking clip that you see from every motherfucking angle, it looked even crazier, bro. Like, I seen a fucking clip. Um, you know what I'm saying? I seen a clip from a, a, a lady. She was in her, you know, her, bride's, her bride's gown and shit, taking her pictures and stuff like that. And the photographer, I guess, in mid-picture, you know what I'm saying? And I guess somebody was recording as well. He's snapping her up and mid motherfucking me picture, whole motherfucking explosion go off. You see everybody riding off. You see the lady in her fucking wedding gown, fucking covered in all debris. Like this shit, like a straight fucking movie, man. Like that shit look nuts, fam. And just for that shit to be sitting there, they said that shit arrived in 2014. That shit just been sitting there. And they've been talking about this shit. Like, they've been letting the fucking dock people know. Like, yo, that shit is not safe for six years. Six years? Man, that shit could have happened at any time. That shit was nuts, man. So, I want to once again, I want to say prayers to Beirut. Um, that shit looked crazy. Um, no one deserves to, you know, go through that. Um, that's definitely a tragedy. That's a tragedy. That's 2020 is a motherfucker, man. Like, that's all I can really say. Like, it's so fucked up. 2020 is so motherfucking me crazy, man, that 2020 is so motherfucking me crazy that when, when I figured out that this shit was real, it didn't even hit me for real. Like, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like I was I was on some, oh, shit, like, oh, what the fuck is this shit is unreal. Like, nah, once I, once it, I realized, like, oh, this shit is real. Once I saw at the source, I was like, man, this shit ain't, it ain't that too. You know what I'm saying? Out of the realm. It was some motherfucking me killer hornets. Some killer fucking hornets. Cut. Fam, what the fuck is going on when it's killer hornets, bro? What the fuck ne- What the fuck else is next? Homicide flies? Like, what, what the fuck is going on out here, bro? Like, you got the fucking coronavirus. You got fucking explosions in Beirut. You got motherfucking me killings on killings of... of 
of unarmed black people that just tipped the fucking scale of where you got the biggest fucking protest ever. The world ain't never seen a protest that big. Black Lives Matter, that's the biggest protest ever, and it's still going on. It's not a movement. It's a lifestyle, just like LeBron said. Shout out to LeBron. But 2020 has just been a weird fucking year. Sports shut down, fam. It's a fucking virus out here that had niggas scared. We didn't know if it was. It's, I don't know if it's air, but we still don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, 2020 just been a wild fucking year. Now you ain't minute Kobe. Like, that, that shit is nuts, man. That shit, 2020, and it's, we all, we more than halfway, we more, it's more than halfway over, you know what I mean? I don't even know how to feel about that, to be honest with you. Nigga like me, I don't even know how to feel about that shit. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I'm I'm optimistic, you know what I mean? I, it's light at the end of the tunnel, but God damn. <laughs> Fuck. 2020 has been fucking nuts, my nigga. 2020 has been fucking nuts. Like, think back in 2016, fam, when Trump, you know what I'm saying, got elected. Did we really think it was going to be this fucking bad, bro? Like, I was one of the motherfuckers who said Trump was going to be the president way before. Like, when he first announced he was going to run, I said, oh, that nigga going to win. Like, motherfuckers laughed me out the building. Nah, that nigga ain't going to win. Nigga, this America. Okay. Yeah, this is America. They just let a nigga get eight years in that bitch. They finna show you. Being the president ain't shit. I remember growing up, yo, it was like, it was like, a, they used to teach us this. It was like a straight fucking guideline you had to have, like a straight resume you had to have to be president. And anybody just couldn't be president. Unless my teacher was just on straight bullshit. And I wish I could remember that teacher name, man. I want to say it was Miss Rhodes. I don't want to put dirt on Miss Rhodes' name, but yeah, motherfucking me. Back in 2016, we thought when Trump got elected, did we really think shit was gonna be this fucking crazy? Look at the look at the fucking world four years later, my nigga. <laughs> 2020, my nigga. 20 motherfucking 20 has been nuts. So. You know how it is, man. Just stay safe, man. Keep your keep your motherfucking me, your mentals in check, man. Once again, prayers to Beirut. Um, we almost there, y'all. We almost at the end of this shit. You know what I mean? We more than halfway there. That's that's as more that's as positive positive I can be with you, motherfuckers. But I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I do want to uh, move into a topic that I've been trying to avoid. I've been trying to avoid this fucking topic for a while. But this nigga has been wilding for years, and I've been telling this nigga that he—I've been telling people that this nigga's a, a bitch-ass nigga for years, since day one, to be honest. But I was getting talked out the room, man. That person that I'm talking about is Kanye West. Um, you know what I mean? Kanye West—he, of course, he get up there with the whole, you know, Harriet Tubman. You know, she ain't free black people. She just took black people to go work for some old white people. Nigga, shut the fuck up. First of all, like. I don't, I'm not even finna try to, you know what I'm saying, dissect that. Like, if I need to dissect that for you, this ain't the podcast for you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't got time to be entertaining some bullshit. That's just some shit I don't do. Um, but the reason why I want to get into this nigga, man, is because it's like, now everybody want to get on the nigga case. 
Don't get on that nigga case now that, that nigga saying shit that y'all don't agree with. That's 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 I'm that I'm a nigga that that take that approach to shit. Don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't take the approach to where now that the nigga ain't riding for you, now you against him. Nah, when that nigga was up there doing all that foul shit when he was just saying shit you agreed with, had that same energy then. And that's how I felt. And you know what I'm saying? People people flip-flop, man. Like I said, he did the same shit with Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? People were supporting the nigga because he was up there riding for Beyonce. Fuck no. The nigga had an album coming out, man. Nigga was riding for him when he said the shit about George Bush. Fuck no. The nigga had an album coming out. I'm the type of nigga. I don't like attention-seeking ass niggas. Attention-seeking people, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm a laid-back type of dude. It's just the type of person I am. And granted, let me get this. Let me get the battery. Let me get the ammo out. I'm a Fifty Cent fan. Fuck it. <laughs> so my, my when I first met this nigga Kanye West, I'm like, who this weird ass nigga trying to challenge Fifty? So of course I'm a little biased anyway out the gate. But I'm glad I was on the right side of history because you niggas is fucking nuts. All you fucking Kanye West fans is fucking nuts, fam. Anybody that be supporting that nigga, wearing that nigga merch, putting money in his pocket, you know what I'm saying? Buying that nigga shoes, listening to it, streaming his music. Fuck that i can't look back once i once i see that you a bitch ass nigga i can't support you in no way no way shape or form i can't i figured out kanye west was a bitch ass nigga back in motherfucking me 08 all this shit i've been seeing this shit and it ain't no he lost his mind with his mom nah and i don't want to bring that up because you know so i lost a parent as well so i know what that can do to your mental I think anybody out there that, that's lost a, a parent, you you uh you can relate to you relate to that feeling because you you know what that does to someone's mental on a day to day basis. But no, because I know that and I feel those feelings. No, that nigga been fucking crazy from day one. But you niggas been letting him slide because he can motherfucking me make a fucking beat. You know what I'm saying? Make you tap your feet. Make you, you know what I'm saying? Make a song for you to hum around to. Nah, man. That nigga been wilding the fuck out, yo. He been wilding out. And niggas just been letting him slide, unfortunately. And that's that's just how it goes sometimes, I guess, when you can when you can make money like that. Um, I do want to get into his motherfucking me homeboy. <laughs> and I don't wanna I don't wanna stay too far on, on the heavy shit. I do wanna get into his homeboy. <laughs> This nigga, this nigga DT, <laughs> this nigga President DT, this nigga Donald Trump said uh, he had an interview and they was talking about the deaths of coronavirus and shit, which niggas don't want to talk about like it's not happening. No, nigga, that shit's happening. Niggas is still dropping like flies out here. Like niggas is still dying out here. You know what I mean? Like I know someone, per- you know, some someone real close to me. Um, you know what I mean? They're, you know what I'm saying? They're, their loved ones have it right now. You know what I mean? So, no, coronavirus is still real. And niggas is not taking it serious. You know what I mean? And I see <laughs> I see people at these parties and all that shit. I'm not saying don't live your life, but be safe, fam. Like, if you're going to be doing that, don't go around people in your family who you can put at risk, who are, who are deemed high risk. Don't do that. You know what I mean? And apparently, Donald Trump don't even agree with the fuck I just said. Because <laughs> he was in a fucking interview and they was like, but Donald Trump, the numbers are, are fucking spiking. This nigga Donald Trump said, it is what it is. <laughs> nigga Donald Trump don't give a fuck. I swear to God, man. 
as much as I don't like the nigga, as much as I don't like Donald Trump, he's by far the funniest nigga in, in, on TV right now. For for somebody to put for somebody to put <laughs> for somebody to put a piece of paper in front of your fucking face, where's hundreds of thousands of people dying? And you can look at that piece of paper and then look up somebody in their eyes and say, it is what it is. Are you the craziest motherfucker walking the planet? Fuck the Joker. Put this nigga in the asylum. Put this nigga in Arkham. This nigga said it is what it is. You can't bargain with a man like that. That nigga's fucking nuts. (laughs) That nigga is fucking nuts. (laughs) I'm just saying, man, like 2020, man, you got a fucking president can say, it is what it is. Like to me, it's like this. How I sit back. This this how fucked up my mind is, y'all. Let me, so let me t- take a, take this trip with me. I think of twenty twenty as like a whole bunch of fucking movies just produced. Like I think it's a Tyler Perry movie. You know what I'm saying with the the uh, Tory Lanes and Megan Thee Stallion shit. Like we ain't never even seen no shit like that before. Like what could have made that nigga so mad that he shot her in both her feet? What the fuck happened in that vehicle? We still don't know. We ain't forgot. That's, so that's the Tyler Perry movie. The fucking explosion in Beirut. In, in Beirut that's some Michael Bay shit. The motherfucking homicide. Uh, I mean, the killer uh, killer hornets. That's M. M. Night Shyamalan. Well, whatever the fuck his name is. That's one of his movies. It's like, and then fucking Olympus is falling with fucking Donald Trump ass. I don't know what, bruh. <laughs> 20 motherfucking 20 has been a combination of all these fucking uh, directors of all these movies. I'm just hoping we don't get a Tarantino movie. Because if we get a motherfucking me Tarantino movie type event in 2020, we ain't making it, fam. I seen Django. I seen Pulp Fiction. It's going to be fucking blood and guts everywhere, nigga. <laughs> it's going to be fucking blood and guts everywhere. I don't know, man. It's just this nigga DT, man. That's that's the funniest nigga. That's the funniest nigga walking around right now. That nigga said it is what it is on the serious, on some of the most serious shit in the world. Like, I just don't get it. Like, to sit back, like when I was a kid, even when like I was a kid, so you know I didn't really give a fuck who the president was, but they used to pump that up. Like we go to him for the message, like when. Everybody was like fucked up in the head when they was like concerned. When everybody was just stumped, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the president's supposed to get on the TV, you know what I'm saying? Message to the people. I ain't gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If it come between Donald Trump and Ja Rule, <laughs> who the fuck I want to hear from? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna need a high sixteen from Ja. <laughs> I'm gonna need a high sixteen. I ain't gonna lie, man. But enough for DT, man. This ain't the podcast for the politics and all that shit. I ain't that educated on that shit, man. I just thought that shit was crazy. When you high sitting on your couch eating your grapes, man, and you see a, a clip, that nigga said it is what it is to some shit that just blew your fucking mind. <sighs> Fucks with you. Um, but I do want to get into uh, his next topic, man. I started the podcast off with uh, Bitch Niggas by Dr. Dre. Classic fucking song off a classic fucking album. Um, 
I want to do that because there's some shit going on, man. One thing I hope before I get to it, one thing I hope that never happens to me is that if I ever do get this pod, this this podcast to to become a big enough platform to where I'm like a I'm a known figure in the game, you know what I'm saying? To where I'm I'm some some sort of a gatekeeper, I guess. I don't want to. I promise to God, I'm never gonna become a bitch ass nigga, man. And I feel like that's what happens nine times out of ten when niggas get on. And like, I don't know if I'm looking at it through fucked up, you know, some to some uh, you know, to some fucked up lenses of just being a nigga that ain't got on yet. But it just feel like once niggas get on, they just give up their morals. Not all, not all. Cause like I said, nine times out of ten, you always get that one stand up nigga. And I feel like I'm that one stand-up nigga if I ever get that opportunity. Even if I don't, I'm still going to be a stand-up nigga. But I, the reason why I say it is because, you know, DJ Academics, you know what I'm saying? he, You know what I'm saying? Big big guy in the, in the music industry um, for reporting on the media side, stuff like that. But I want to get into this clip, man, because he got beef with, supposedly, allegedly, with Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? But listen to what this nigga said, man. Listen to this shit. Just remember that Meek Mill is nothing but a hypocrite. And, again... Bitch ass nigga, put another nigga name in your beef. This nigga like 32. <laughs> Snitching, snitching. <laughs> Bitch ass niggas, man. They are out here. They are walking. They are roaming the streets. Where are the Avengers when you need them? God damn. When, what's going on in 2020 when niggas can just get on the internet and be like, nigga, I'm snitching on yo. Yes, I'm telling on yo. <laughs> like, like, am I tripping? Am I tripping? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a nigga that's going to ever tell you that I was super entrenched in the streets. That's not the case. Far from it. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I mean, what the fuck? Niggas is getting on, on, they're recording themselves, letting you know, nigga, I am telling the police everything. And we just, and nobody, nobody gives a fuck. Like, nobody gives a fuck about nothing anymore that meant so much when I was growing up. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. This nigga DJ Academics literally just... Mind you, Meek Mill just, you know what I'm saying, got off his whole probation shit. We all know the Meek Mill story. So you being a, a, a fellow black man, knowing that this nigga just got off, got through dealing with all this shit, you gonna, you gonna follow up that by sending information to the police talking about he greenlighting you? Now, granted, academics not no street nigga. I don't expect him to have street nigga tendencies. But damn, nigga, don't be so much of a bitch to where a nigga just say you he green, you green lit. You just you send it to the police. 
I mean, at least wait for some more, you know, some more of a, you know, if you're going to be a snitching ass nigga, at least snitch after, you know, some shit happened to you or some, some shit actually scare you. You got scared off some words. That wasn't even said, the shit that was said on some Twitter. So you the only nigga in the world that's taking this serious. You have to be the only nigga in the world taking this serious. It's not one street nigga in the world that I know. And I say street nigga, I mean real street nigga that's going to be green lighting the nigga out in the open on, on the internet. Nah, come on, man. You can't be such a bitch. You can't be that motherfucking scary, man. Like... You just can't be that motherfucking me scary, man. So that's why I wanted to start the podcast off with bitch niggas, because that shit was just sitting. I was thinking about that shit all day. This nigga academics is a bitch-ass nigga. And he talking about being bullied. Nigga, first of all, this nigga like 32. Nigga, how are you in your 30s getting bullied? How the fuck? How the fuck are you in your 30s getting bullied? And I'm going to be honest with y'all. I ain't never been bullied a day in my motherfucking life. And like I said, I'm not even I'm not even a nigga that walk around on some tough shit. I just happen to be cool with everybody. But niggas, niggas, niggas have t- told that line before. And you know what I'm saying? Necessary action had to take place. I ain't no bitch ass nigga. So when I sit back and I hear people say they be getting bullied. You know what I'm saying? Granted. I watch movies too, so I, I see the shit in movies, so I gotta say, it gotta happen to somebody. They can't just be making this shit up. But when you 32, my nigga, and you getting and you say you getting bullied. Oh no. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, it's a whole lot of bitch niggas are going on over there. <laughs> whole lot. I do want to move on from uh, academics. I don't want to give him too much airtime on my pod, man. Uh, this is a platform where I want to um, discuss multiple topics, not harp too much on negativity, but I do have to make you guys aware of the bitch niggas out there to stay away from that. Don't put that into your – and don't don't bring that into your feng shui. Don't bring that into your dojo. You know what I mean? Let me, let me, let me, let me block that off for you guys. Um, I do want to get into Jonathan Isaac. Uh, for you people who don't know who Jonathan Isaac is – um, he is a uh, NBA player. He plays for the Orlando Magic. Um, and the reason why I want to bring up Jonathan Isaac, because trust me, Jonathan Isaac is not a motherfucking player that you will be talking about on a regular fucking Tuesday. Like, Jonathan Isaac ain't shit. You know what I mean? Granted, you know what I mean? He's still a young player, and nigga got plenty of time to, to um, you know, possibly be something. But as of right now, give a fuck about Jonathan Isaac. But the reason that Jonathan Isaac is a uh, topic of uh, is a topic of conversation is because as, as of right now, Jonathan Isaac has the second highest selling fucking jersey in the NBA. What the fuck? <laughs> I I've never thought I I still ain't seen it, but I, I it, it will blow my fucking mind when I see a motherfucker walking around the Jonathan Isaac jersey. If they ain't his motherfucking me, grandma, auntie, cousin, nephew, niece, or little brother, you better not have no motherfucking Jonathan Isaac jersey. No way. But but the reason he got the number one, uh, well, number two um, highest selling jersey behind LeBron James is because when the NBA restarted, you know what I mean, with the, uh, with the national anthem playing before the games, 
both teams would take knees and uh, lock arms and, and you know, you know, shine unification. But Jonathan Isaac was the only player who didn't knee. You know what I mean? He stood, he stood, he stood, you know, he stood up. He was the only person in the NBA that did it. Um, and granted, like I said, you know, on, on the past episodes, you feel how you feel. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get on this fucking platform and be like, yo, fuck Jonathan Isaac because he didn't take the knee and things of that nature. No, I, I'm not that person. You feel how you feel. You know what I mean? Um, but he took, he, he did not take the knee with everyone else. Um, he did say he does believe Black Lives Matter. Um, but the only thing he brought religion into the whole fucking thing, like that shit is fucking play. Like to me, man, them is like them is cop outs. Like when you bring up religion in certain situations, when you bring up religion, when you bring up, um, you know, what I'm saying, um, LGB, uh, you know, the LGB, you know what the fuck I'm saying, man. I'm sorry, I'm getting it wrong, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to seem ignorant. But look, man, I'm high, man. I ain't got time to be. I don't know all the motherfucking letters, man. God damn, but. When you bring up certain words and stuff like that, like they just automatically stop the conversation because you, it's those. It's it's like it's like people don't want to, you know, what I'm saying, say the wrong things. People get offended. It's, it's a PC world. So when he brought religion into it, first of all, religion and Black Lives Matter ain't got sh- that ain't got shit to do with anything. Where's the correlation between the two, my nigga? Like it always, it always drives me crazy when people bring up the Bible in, in, in certain situations when it's like we're talking about people being oppressed and you bring up the Bible, but nigga, people, they was using the Bible to oppress people for years. That's how this shit started. So when we're talking about, you know what I'm saying, we stand up for police brutality and you don't want to need because um, your religion and all that, fam, that don't, come on, my nigga. What, what the fuck is your religion? Where's the correlation between the two, fam? But no, nobody wants to really dive too heavy into the topic because it's religion we're talking about. Once you bring, once a nigga says it's religion, all right, fuck it, you it, it, you got it. He he get to take his ball and go home. It is what it is, you know. what I'm saying I, I don't I don't want to condemn Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I do think it's <laughs> I do think it's fucking kind of crazy that um you know I do think it's kind of fucking crazy that he didn't want to take the knee. Talking about it was in regards to his religion and things of that nature, and then the ne- then the same day a nigga tears ACL. Like nigga, you you put it on God that you didn't want need you want you ain't want to take a knee, but then you tear your ACL. I don't know, fam. <laughs> sound like sound like <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, all I'm gonna say is I don't know. I just think that shit is kind of crazy. Uh, I do hope we get a speedy recovery. Like I said. Jonathan Isaac is not a player that, you know, niggas would just be sitting around talking about, oh, he got this double-double or something. But I just hope he gets speedy recovery. He's still a young player, man. It is what it is. I don't want people to crucify him. It's that I just think him getting the second-highest NBA jersey after taking the stance that he took, that should shed light on and open people's eyes on the state of America right now. The only fucking reason that this man got people buying his jersey because he didn't want to take the stand, um, which is advocating unification, advocating justice for Breonna Taylor, advocating justice for, against police brutality, against um, unarmed African-American people and people of color. Like that right there should let you know the state of your country right there. When one person bec- becomes a martyr for people just because he 
didn't want he necessarily didn't want to take a knee for his own beliefs. But we all know what that message means for the for the other people out there who were already against kneeling again for the national anthem. You know what I mean? We've seen the same thing with Kaepernick. Once his ass took the knee, you start seeing people burn his jerseys. You start seeing people burn their Nikes and shit like that. The only difference between Kaepernick and Jonathan Isaac is shit. Jonathan Isaac not going to lose his job. That's the only difference. That's the only difference between the two. That's the only difference. You know what I mean? So Kaepernick was standing for police brutality and people were, were against him kneeling during the national anthem. And they burn his shit. He loses his job. You know what I'm saying? This guy, Jonathan Isaac, you know what I mean? He's standing for that motherfucker. They go out there and buy all his shit. Everybody buying his jersey. And they hit it, he got the second highest jersey, fam. I don't even th- I don't even know if he starts. Like I only look, man. That should just let you know what the fuck is going on in the world, man. You gotta open your eyes, man. Um, but while we're on the NBA, man, I do just want to do a quick update throughout the bubble, man. And the bubble has been pretty good. You know what I mean? My Lakers is 2-1-1. We beat the Clippers' ass real quick. Everybody talking about they don't have Montrez. They didn't have Pat Bev. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. It's my fault them niggas wasn't there. Wasn't they there back last time we seen them in March, though? If they was there when we beat their ass, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be tripping. When we was, they wasn't there when we beat y'all ass again? Help, help, make that make sense, man. I don't give a fuck about and the Clippers, like I said, they lost to the motherfucking Suns, too. Devin Book out there busting Paul George ass. Everybody keep telling me Paul George is this fucking lockdown defender. I like Paul George, too. But George, Paul George ain't never locked shit up in his life. He just be out there trying and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get a nigga props for trying just because everybody else in the league ain't trying. Don't make this nigga this lockdown defender. Fuck no. Every time I look up, he getting his ass bust. So... It is what it is with that. The Rockets look the Rockets look cool. Uh, I'm not really sold on that on that offense. They be getting out rebounded by like 23 rebounds by average. Um, like I said, I don't believe in the jump shooting teams. Like they don't even have a big man. If they had a big man, if they still had um, what's the boy name? Um, Clint Capella. It'd be a little bit. I'd be I'd be a little bit worried, but they don't got an answer for AD or LeBron. So I ain't got a problem with that. Um, Zion. I don't know what the fuck going on with Zion, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if this little nigga out of shape. I don't know if he just can't play for real. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Because to me, it's, it's clear the nigga's athletic. You know what I mean? It's clear, he, it's clear he got game. But to me, we got to start looking at the advantage this nigga got. If he keep coming in there fresh as a motherfucker, when, we just, when everybody else been playing 30 minutes, and you keep getting taken out after 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying, 10 minutes, got all this extra energy, Nigga, you 285, man. Nobody finna keep trying to bang with your little fresh knee ass. But he can't even play 30 minutes a game. He only 20 years old, fam. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. I do want to keep my eyes on that situation just because um the head coach of that team is black, Alvin Gentry. Um, who I don't I don't understand why Alvin Gentry even still got a job in the NBA. But he black, so I'm a ride with him. I ain't gonna <laughs> I'm a ride with him just because he's black. But Alvin Gentry, I ain't never seen him coach a good team ever, man. As a head coach, um, but I think he got a good opportunity in New Orleans. But if they're not gonna play Zion, who's supposed to be their best player, you know what I'm saying? How can you really expect them to be shit? You can't expect them to win if they're not even gonna play Zion, fam. Like he just had four months off. <clears throat> you giving me pictures in the offseason, this nigga 
looking all big and shit, looking like Bang with these masks on and shit. But when it's time to play, you looking all chubby and can't even play 20 minutes a game. Um, I hope they take the fucking, the, the motherfucking me shackles off that dude, man. Let him just go because I would hate for Alvin Gentry to, I would hate for the situation to go like this to where this year is a wash. They don't make the playoffs. Next year is a, a iffy year. Um, and then after that, they they probably make the playoffs one year. And that by this time, Zion looking like he can fucking do something now. And then they get rid of Alvin Gentry and just bring in some fucking Tom Thibodeau ass nigga. You know what I mean? Like, cause that shit is definitely coming in the future. That's just how that shit go. I think if they should actually start playing Zion, man, he can actually, you know what I'm saying, help them. He can impact them winning. Cause it's clear when a nigga play over 20 minutes a game, they he fucking put up numbers. So keep your eyes on that situation, man. Especially what with, you know, this with the NBA going through what they're going through with some players wanting more black coaches to be coaching NBA teams anyway. So if they fire Alvin Gentry because, you know, this Zion situation, they're not winning games, I think that's going to be uh, – that's another red flag for the NBA because it's a lot of shit the NBA been doing on the low that people haven't been talking about in the, in the media uh, that they've been doing with the whole Jimmy Butler thing, not letting them not put a message on the back of his jersey. To me, that's all. They trying to dictate what you can – they trying to dictate the message you put out there. How is that really having? How is that really the players having the voice? You can't even, you can't even not put something on the back of your jersey. Like you can't even say what you really want to say. They dictating what you say. It's all about their money. It's all about their income. I get it on one hand because it's smart. It's, I'm smart. I get it. It's their bottom line at the end of the day. But goddamn, you know what I mean? It's like at the end of the day, why even let me put messages on there if I can't even say what the fuck I want to say? I can't even not even. I can't even not have nothing on the back of my jersey. Jimmy Butler didn't want to have nothing on the back of his jersey because at the end of the day, he feels he's just another black man. If he's driving to get pulled over, he feels he's viewed as just another black man, not an NBA player, which I fucking feel him. So he didn't want shit on the back of his jersey. He couldn't even do that. So the NBA, they drop, they drop, they fumbling like a motherfucker, but nobody talking about it because of the product on the floor. So I, I definitely get it, man. I definitely get it. Um, I do want to get into... Um, the positive segment of the day, um, the positive segment of the, of the day, um, it wasn't too much shit going on, you know, with the, you know, the Beirut shit. Um, but one thing I was able to find, um, was the rock was part of a group of people who bought the XFL. Um, the reason why I, I thought that was such a good thing is because the rock being a man of color and knowing his situation, knowing his story, knowing his grind, you know what I'm saying? From being, the rock the biggest fucking one of the biggest wrestlers of all time to being the highest paid actor in hollywood who i don't think can fucking act. i've never seen the rock do a serious fucking role i've never seen any emo i've never seen this nigga cry i've never seen this nigga do shit to where i was like oh shit the rock did that nigga always just falling out of buildings and shit you know what i'm saying raising his eyebrow i ain't hate get your money my nigga but just knowing his grind from being a wrestler to being the highest paid actor to knowing that he tried to be a professional football player before all of that and that that failed um, and that now he's in the position now as a man of color to actually buy the XFL who went bankrupt, um, who just had previously went bankrupt, um, now to buy that and his sole purpose is to be able to provide, you know what I'm saying, the dreams, you know, the opportunities for other men to, to follow their dreams, you know, to become professional football player. I just think that shit is dope. Like, shit like that, 
that's the shit I want to do. That's shit that inspires me. Like, for him to be in a position to help people want to accomplish the dream that he once had, like, it just let me know that even your your goal can be to do one thing, but you can maybe you can possibly end up doing something totally different. You know what I mean? And so I just thought that was a, that deserved to be the positive segment the other day. Um, that's another man of color out there um, striving to provide jobs and opportunities for other um, men of color and other men in general um, to follow their dreams and make something of themselves. Um, I know I got homeboys that should be in the fucking NFL right now. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Savage should be able to run in the backfield for somebody right now. Shout out my boy Aaron. Um, but just to know that The Rock, you know, bought the XFL and um, still can provide the opportunity for, for, for cats like my boy Aaron to, you know, pursue their dreams or cats who just, you know what I'm saying? We all know dudes who could have made it, you know what I mean? Who could have made it and still striving to make it and, and still on that radar, still in that bubble to make it opportunities just, you know what I'm saying, didn't come their way, especially with this pandemic and shit like that, and especially hearing the news about the XFL going bankrupt. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure that damned a lot of lights on a lot of niggas' dreams, but knowing that it's back up and running, I want to bring that out and make sure I got that message out to people so they can still get out there and keep grinding and keep chasing them dreams and striving for greatness. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. Uh, I do want to move on to movies to check out. Uh, movies to check out this week. I ain't gonna lie, man. It's a lot of shit out there. It ain't shit on Netflix. Everybody keeps saying Netflix the shit. Every time I get on Netflix, I can't find a motherfucking thing, my nigga. Um, so I had to fuck around and get on Amazon Prime. Um, I happened to find this shit called The Collector. I'm not gonna lie. This that shit. Uh, I didn't know it was by it was made by the same people that made Saw. Um, but it's it's kind of it's like if. I know when I say Saw, I know y'all like, nigga, Saw was kind of whack after like part two. But think of Saw 1 and 2 when I say that. Um, the Collector good as a motherfucker, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's one of those movies. I ain't saying invite motherfuckers over and eat popcorn and all that shit. Make the wings and things. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want that pressure. But when you just chilling, ain't got shit to do, put The Collector on, man. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and then after that, you can watch part two, which is called The Collection. Um, you gonna have to rent that one though. If you uh, the collector is free if you got Amazon Prime, but you gonna have to rent the collection. It's like four dollars. Uh, the motherfuckers is good, man. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting, uh, interesting uh, cinema. Definitely check that out. After y'all check that out, man, hit me up on Twitter at uh, Until FN or hit me up on Facebook at OG Hatch. Let me know how y'all feel about those movie recommendations because I got movies for you, man. I'm a movie guy. That's all I do. Um, getting down to the end of the podcast here, I do always want to shout, I always want to say these names to make sure that, uh, they don't go forgotten and make sure that the message is still loud and clear, um, and that we still want justice for police brutality. Um, so I do want to say rest in peace to George Floyd, who was 46 years old. Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, who was 26 years old. Rest in peace to Tatiana Jefferson, who was 28 years old. Rest in peace to Stephon Clark, who was 22 years old. Rest in peace to Botham Jean, who was 26 years old. Rest in peace to Philando Castile, who was 32 years old. Rest in peace to Austin Sterling, who was 37 years old. Rest in peace to Michelle Cusos, who was 50 years old. Hopefully I pronounced all those names correctly. Um, don't want to be ignorant on such an important topic. Um, and also, man, it's just it, it create the reason why I got those eight, um, the age after 
uh, the names is because a lot of these names are around my age group. You know what I mean? I got 26, 28, 22, 26, hell, 32. You know what I mean? Like, that always just strikes a chord, a chord with me when I see the age right there because it's like, damn, like, we say so we say so young, but at the end of the day, it's like they killing us so young. You know what I mean? People not even get a chance to live their life. I just turned 25, and I feel like we still got so much to go, man. So uh, definitely rest in peace to those to those uh, those those lost souls. We're still fighting for your justice. Um, now to wrap it up, man. I, I want to say uh, hopefully out there. I always want to say uh, always remember keep the main thing the main thing. Don't let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. It's all love these ways, man. You know what I'm saying? Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. And I'm going to holler at y'all next episode, man. Peace.